Hello and welcome to the Legacy Church Sermons Podcast. At Legacy Church, we help people find their identity in Jesus and their place in His mission to impact the world through the gospel. We ask that you grab your Bibles, listen up, and we hope that you hear a great word from the Lord today. It's an honor to always speak and teach uh, the Word of God and in such an environment just like this where we worship together, honor the Lord together. And, you know, happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. And I have to admit to you this morning, that's as patriotic as the message is this morning. Happy 4th. Um, <laughs> we didn't have the fireworks or anything like Lori stated this morning, but, you know, I believe the Word of God will go forth and He will, you know, speak to our hearts this morning. And uh, in that, uh, are you guys ready to hear God's Word? Okay. I'm going to ask this one more time. Are you guys ready to hear God's word? Thank you. Amen. 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 So here's the thing about hearing God's word. I I will say this. It was a bit of a funny week because I've been making fun of Kevin uh, this whole time because I did not even realize until a few weeks ago I was preaching on the 4th of July and he's going to be out on a little vacation. So I was like, man, thank you. Uh, I hope people show up this morning. So thank you uh, (laughs) for showing up this morning and as we received the word of the Lord. Um, Today we are continuing our series on the songs of Zion. And today this particular psalm is from Psalm 146. And the incredible thing about this psalm is what we call a hallelujah psalm. It's a, a hallelujah or a praise God type of psalm. It's a, a, in Psalm 145 to on down. Uh, they consider it songs. They consider it songs to give honor and praise to God because, let's face it, God deserves praise, right? Amen. <laughs> We're going, hey, you just got to talk back to me. I'm just talking. You just talk back to me, right? Uh, because honestly, what, this is how I view uh, talking back. This is how I view it. When I say amen and you guys say amen back, it's not really about the good preaching that you might hear. It's really about the word of the Lord that is going forth. And we're just saying amen to his goodness, right? Amen. All right. Now that we're in the same uh, wavelength here, uh, today uh, I really wanted to start this off and just really just, you know, connect with our our life, right? Because in our life, there's a lot of things that go on day to day, right? There's many different things that can take you away from the focus of the Lord, I would say. Uh, There's many different uh, opinions out there. We have many different news cycles out there that gives us uh, different opinions on political viewpoints or maybe even how to parent your kids or Maybe how to date in this modern age or how to stay engaged in our marriages and so on. There's so many things that inundate our mind all the time to the point where, let's just face it, when we're, got, we're getting in the presence of the Lord or maybe we're at home and maybe there's an opportunity for us to say, thank you, Lord, hallelujah, or sing a song and just give him the thanks that he deserves, we're just distracted. Has anybody ever been there? 
Yeah, I, I know it's not just me in this, but I want to read through this psalm because in this psalm, I'm going to ask a couple questions and then maybe finalize it with a little bit of a point, right? So in these couple questions, I want us to do a self-reflection, maybe an inventory of what is going on in our life, in our hearts, in our mindsets as we pursue and walk with the Lord. Because at the end of the day, God is worthy of praise. We're getting there. We're getting there. All right, so in uh, Psalm 146, 1, it says, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. Put not your trust in princes, in a son of man in whom there is no salvation. When his breath departs, he returns to the earth On that very day, his plans perish. Blessed is he whose help is in the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who made the heavens and earth, the sea and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets the prisoners free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the sojourners. He upholds the widow and the fatherless, but the way of the wicked he brings to ruin. The Lord will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, to all generations, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. We're getting there now. So it's interesting when we talk about praising the Lord because even the psalmist, you know, I've been looking, we've looked and we've tried to figure out who the writer is, but we can't say for certain who it is. But I'm just going to say the psalmist or the writer just to kind of express where we're going this morning. But here's the thing. The psalmist seemed to really grab the attention of those who may be reading and not only those who are reading, even the writer himself, he was grabbing the attention of himself to give the Lord praise in the beginning, right? Because at the end of the day, we do have many things that go on in our lives, in our daily uh, work schedule with parenting and all the other things. And at times, we can get so distracted that, you know what? We don't even think about that. But here's what I, the, the, the writer, I believe, is trying to, to grab our attention to think through. He wants us and those who are reading to really get their focus on the Lord at this moment. He's really trying to grab their attention to bring everything within their mindset, everything that it even states his soul, everything within his being, our being, to give God thanks. But the question I have to you, for you today is this. Does everything in your or our being cry out or shout out, thank you, God, or are we too distracted by the complexities of our lives to give God praise? There is a lot of complex things that are going on in this world right now that we live in, that we can so focus on and get, and get involved in emotionally 
that we completely forget the power that works within God, who he is, his very nature, how good he is, and how deserving of praise that he is. At times, we can get to a place where we're so focused on trying to meet our scheduling, how we're going to to do certain things with our kids when it comes to their education, or maybe there's a a family vacation that we're trying to plan, and it's just distracting us. You know, these things do get in the way at times. But this writer, he's trying to go deeper to a profound and deep acknowledgement of God. He, he wants us to get to this place where we understand his depth. The depth of his, this praise comes from what the writer uses. The writer uses the word praise God, but in context, original language, it's hallelujah. Can somebody say hallelujah this morning? Okay, good. We're, we're still tracking. That's good. So, hallelujah is really just saying, praise Jehovah, praise God. It's expressing that in my deepest place, in my heart, in my mind, I am praising God. In everything that I am right now, I want to honor Him. I want to be a gracious man. I want to admonish Him. I want to make sure that He knows today that I am thankful for who He is. We must not forget how thankful we, we are every day we walk with the Lord because he's done some pretty incredible and full of grace things. And I would actually say the other day I was at the, the Connect Camp and what great praise those kids were given. Hallelujah to that. Uh, my ears were kind of busted for a little bit, but you know, it's all good. But you know, I, I remember picking up my kids the other day and somebody asked because apparently my son Jonah loves to dance right? He is a, a very, uh, you know, he loves to dance. He likes to move and things like that. So um, I, I just, I know today that I do like to receive some kind of praise every now and again as a dad, right? Um, so this is what they asked him. Hey, Jonah, you are a great dancer. Are you the best dancer in your family? That's what they asked him. And he said, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, they just said, well, who do you think is the best dancer in the family? The truth came out. He said, Daddy is the best dancer in the family. And I was like, yes, 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 hallelujah to that. But he spoke to something that I, I like to do. I do like to dance, but we as a family like to have dance parties. But at the end of the day, that, that, that perception that he has that his dad is a very good dancer was pretty cool to me. But it's like this in every day of our life. If we are walking as children of God and we're walking in our daily expression to him, he deserves all the praise. How do you, how do you think that the Lord sees it whenever you say, thank you, Lord, because you've been good? Thank you, God, that you have protected my family. Thank you, Lord, that you're with me and that you're never separating yourself from me. Thank you, Lord, because the power that works in you is in me at this moment. And I say thank you. But at the end of the day, let's just face it, we get a little distracted at times. We have many different talking uh, pieces out there. As a matter of fact, it's, it's like one of these, our whole nature really needs to get to a place where we can honor God, but at times, we get distracted. We get distracted of who's in control, right? We get distracted by uh, the different spokespeople out there. But if we look at 
Psalm 146, uh, 3 and 4. It says, Put not your trust in princes, in a son of man, in whom there is no salvation. When his breath departs, he returns to the earth. On that day, his plans perish. I, I would say that this is a, a particular part of the psalm that I, I really feel speaks to the nature of today. Sometimes we can get so distracted about what's going on in our current circumstance that we forget about who he truly is, right? So let's just face it. There, there are some things, there are some talking points, like I said. There's political viewpoints that take us away. There are influencers on social media that take us away from the praise. And as a matter of fact, we get so involved sometimes in social media that we give shout-outs or likes or shares to them. But sometimes we, at times, neglect the power that is truly working and trying to respond to you at this very moment. But the writer is trying to aggressively and not only encourage us, but it's almost like he's kind of preaching at us and saying, hey, don't put your trust there. Don't put your trust in things that will perish at the end of the day. Don't put your trust in things and environments that have no say on eternity. Because in this context of the psalm, you have to, we all have to, look at God in the context that he is eternal. I know that in many viewpoints that we have historical facts from many, many years ago. We have philosophers from many years ago, and people would say, Patrick, you know what? There are so many people that have said so many profound things, and it's still dated right now. We can still write the, read their writings. But at the end of the day, when the earth ends, when this time ends, this will perish. And we have to remember that God is eternal, and that's where we want to be, is with him. Not the notions and not the dictations of what is going on here in the climate of this world, right? Can I get an amen on that one? That's... See, today it's very easy to find our loyalty in places that we have everything to do, that has everything to do with culture, uh, that has everything to do with uh, the philosophies, political leaders, the confidence and hopes and dreams that we find from social media influencers, and maybe uh, those that are trying to state to us how to actually uh, live our life. But the notion of praising God comes to the fact that I am putting my hope, I am putting my trust, I am putting my confidence in the Lord. That's something that happens when we give ourselves to saying, thank you, Lord. Because it acknowledges the power, the work, that everything he's about acknowledges him, right? Not the things that come and reflect the dictations of this world. It's reflecting him. And that's where I really believe this writer is trying to take us at this moment. Because at the end of the day, he, you know, it, one of the things that makes me, me laugh sometimes when it, when it comes to distractions I was a worship leader for 12 years, right? That's a long time. And I, I really, I really, really honor Dustin uh, in that work because that's a lot of work and um, a lot of complaining too. But here's the thing. The one thing uh, that I would say about that season of even my life is how often people take on this, this thought that after I lived my life and I've been distracted every single day, I'm going to come to this service and I'm going to give God praise if 
you sing the song I want. If I get that right hymn at the right time, at the right moment. If. But that's not the context of what this writer is saying here. He is saying he's going to continuously praise God. In any part, in any season, in any reflection of his life, he is going to bring himself to praise the Lord. And I really believe today that is something that we need to put into our lives, in our daily life, and say, I, in any point of time, am going to say thank you to God because he deserves it. I, at any moment, I'm going to give him praise. I want my attitude to be that of something, of someone who is going to constantly, continuously say, thank you, Lord. Maybe it's with my actions. Maybe it's with how I talk to people. Maybe it's in how I just parent my kids. How Maybe it's in how I am a great husband to my beautiful wife. Amen. But seriously, my life is to give God praise. It's very easy to be distracted, and I understand that. It's very easy to go with the the normative language of today and say, this is what I'm about. But no, let's, let's take a step back. Let's ask these questions. Because even in the second question I have you, who are we giving our allegiance and our confidence to. Who is it that we're giving our confidence to at this moment? Who are we aligned with at this moment? Because this part of the text is really trying to say, hey, don't put your trust there. If you put your trust, your hope, your praise in those areas, you're falling into a place of allegiance of something else. And I understand this is a 4th of July. I really get it. I, and this is a great country to live in. But we can't negate the fact that his word is far superior than the philosophies even of the construct of this country. Woo! I hope nobody's mad at me for that statement, right? <laughs> but seriously... At the end of the day, that is what he's calling us to. He's calling us to that standard, that his way, his being, his, him and who he is, is far superior than anything that comes from this earth. Don't put your confidence, don't put your trust, don't put your hope in things that eventually will die out. We look at the context of what we live in. There are so many viewpoints that have changed time and time and time again. But at the end of the day, there's one who has never changed, and that is God, right? At the end of the day, that as many times as people change their minds on how to parent their kids or how to talk about the concepts of marriage or how to deal with all these aspects, God doesn't change in any of those things. So really, we have to take a step back and ask, Who are we aligned with right now? When we are giving praise and when we are worshiping, how are we doing it? Is it reflecting from the whole nature of our being? Or is it something that is being dictated by maybe the right song that's being sung at the right moment for us? Yeah. I've been there, trust me. I'm not just uh, talking. I've I've been there. Man, if you hook me up with the right praise and worship song... I'm going to hook Jesus up right now with the praise. We've all, we've all been in those uh, moments, I would say. But today, I really want us to really grab hold of this thought. Who are we confident in? Because as the writer continues to, to write, 
he starts to do something. He starts to change his language and how he talks about God, how he talks about how he takes care of us. He starts to encourage, I would say be more encouraging in his language that he's using. But he really wants us to grab hold of who God is at his very nature. Amen? So in, in actually Psalms 146, and actually verses 5 through 10, I'm just going to read through here, and it says, Blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets the prisoners free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the sojourners. He upholds the widow and the fatherless. But the way of the wicked he brings to ruin. The Lord will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, to all the generations. Can we just say it together? Praise the Lord. When he says all generations to praise the Lord, that's really us. There's a call even for us to praise the Lord. So even when we're at home, there should be a moment in time where we get to a place where we praise the Lord. Why? Because he is deserving at his very nature. He deserves our praise at the very nature of who God, which is where the writer is getting towards, he deserves praise. And that's my third thought. The very nature of God deserves our praise. Amen? See, the psalmist goes deeper in this expression of God by creating a perspective of what it is like to trust in the Lord. By saying those who find help in the Lord they are going to be in a more happy state of mind. Because the word blessed, kind of, yeah, the way that we would translate it today would come from this word happy. We actually say the word happy from this translation of blessed. I understand happiness is a, something that we say is a little fickle. It just kind of goes back and forth every now and again. But this is a, a continual state of if you're in the Lord, you'll find yourself in a place where you're more grounded, more confident in Him, and then you find yourself being maybe more happy. That's a, that's a strong statement right there. Whose hope, whose trust is in the Lord. By saying those who find hope, they'll be in a more stable place. Then the writer expresses and encourages them to read, who read by explaining the Lord's power and his governance and his sovereignty by the care he takes of his people. We have to remember we serve a good God that in his might and his power still serves us. Wow. The creator of heaven, the creator of earth, the creator of everything still at this moment, still at this moment serves us. We could be in a desperate situation and then find ourselves in a place where we could give a testimony because the Lord decided to serve us. Wow. 
I don't know if you've hung out with people who never seem to have it together. At times, we've run out of patience for people. Has anybody been there? Where you run out of patience because maybe their issues are getting on our nerves, and we're like, I don't have time for that. But at the end of the day, God always has time for that for them. He helps those who are hopeless. He is with those who have lost things. I would say even those who have lost a spouse, a widow, especially in that context at that time, they lost a lot. But God was still there to give them hope, to give them help. For those who maybe didn't grow up with a father, especially at that time, it, it could almost feel as if you're walking a little uh, in, in a place that's kind of handicapped in a sense. But here's the thing. God still gives hope and trust. He gives them help to the point where he himself becomes their father. And at the end of the day, we, must, we, we really must recognize he is our hope, he is our help when we are in times of need. Amen? Here's the thing about following after the Lord. Sometimes we find ourselves in the darkest of moments. And in the darkest of moments, in different seasons of our lives, sometimes we can find ourselves in really glad moments where we're full of joy, where we're full of expression towards the Lord. But really, it doesn't matter which particular season you're in in life. God deserves our praise regardless of what season you're in. That is what the writer is trying to get us to. Regardless of the moment that you're living in right now, my soul, I want it to praise the Lord. I am going to give God praise continuously, forever, as long as I'm living. His, his name is going to be praised in my life. In any opportunity that I get, I'm going to praise the Lord. Because guess what? He has been helpful to us, right? When we find ourselves in the helpless situations, the Lord and His power and His grace gives us that help. You know, and the Lord and His sovereignty and how He governs us is far beyond, far superior than any governance here on this world. His philosophy, His truth is much deeper and hits our soul to the very point where we want Nothing only but him and him alone. But doesn't this speak towards the gospel of what he did by sending his son? We can't do this ourselves at the end of the day. We cannot commit ourselves and become our own saviors. We don't deserve our own praise. It is him and him alone. And every time, in every day, in any circumstance, he deserves praise. The reason why we get to this this particular point, and, and I love how this writer it just gets our perspective. It's like it's growing us in confidence. His writing challenges us to grow in confidence in the Lord. But today, I, I just want to call all of us, regardless of what season you find yourself in at this moment, give God praise. Why? Because you're finding yourself in trust. You're finding yourself having faith in Him. And I know, like I said earlier, this is not the most patriotic message of the world. But it is a message that really should soothe our hearts and help us to honor the Lord. And like I said before, 
This expresses the gospel in the sense that God becomes the help of those who are helpless. He becomes the hope for those who are hopeless. He becomes the father of those who are fatherless. He becomes the help to the widow who has lost a spouse. He becomes that great help. And in all of that, the writer then expresses that we should praise the Lord. And honestly, we, like I said, we can't save ourselves, but that's why he sent his son. His son he sent because we could not do it in our own works, in our own mind, in our own power. He had to send a perfect source, and that source is Christ Jesus, right? And in this context today, he says, oh, Zion, praise the Lord. It's really, I love how Kevin has been saying it. It's that place where God dwells. But here's one thing that we know about the gospel of Jesus is that here's the thing. He then ascended to heaven and sent us a helper. And then that source who's living in us is the Holy Spirit. And that source, the place where God dwells, we should be those people who are praising God, right? And if you ever get into a place where you have forgotten, or maybe you just don't feel like it. That happens at times. I don't feel like praising the Lord today. Let's not forget about who he is. Because at the end of the day, he's the one true God. Is that enough? All right, I think some people need more convincing. At the end of the day, he's holy. You know, there's many times as we try to direct our lives and create this perfect life, we try to create this standard maybe in this life, but at times we fall and we make a mess of things. At the end of the day, he is set apart. He is holy. And even though the world may give philosophies that this is how you do it, no, his standard is far beyond and far better and far more perfect. He deserves praise. He is sovereign in anything that we talk about through governance. Here on this world, in this world right now, there's many different philosophies of how to govern. As a matter of fact, people are getting mad at each other about how people are being governed right now. But at the end of the day, if he's truly in our hearts, we must be focused on who he is and what he is calling us to, and that is to love. And if that is all what he's about, then we need to really honor him in this notion and not to get too involved in things that will perish at the end of the day. He deserves praise. There's no governance like the Lord. He alone is worthy of praise. He alone is worthy of our worship. He alone. And this call to praising the Lord is this call from the deepest parts of our soul to live a life and say, thank you, Lord. That's our challenge today. Even as we go and get ready to go to some barbecues tonight or today, let's remind ourselves, he alone deserves worship. He alone deserves praise. Him alone. As we become, and here's the thing, and can I, can I be transparent and bold this morning and just say some things? Okay, so even if we get stuck in the talking points of this world, whether it is from the vantage points of conservatism or liberalism or somewhere in the middle, let's not let those things hold our soul. 
because that particular part belongs to God. Amen? As we get stuck in the philosophies of how to live our lives, how to conduct ourselves, let's remind ourselves that particular part of our soul, it belongs to honoring God this morning, middle of the day, at night, and forever. Let's never forget that God is sovereign. Let us never forget God is eternal. Even in the midst of the time and the season that you live in right now, He is eternal. He will live beyond the pain that you're going through right now. He will live beyond the philosophies of this world. He will live beyond anything that we we say and do here in this culture. He will live forever and ever. Amen. Right? He alone is worthy of praise this morning. Can, can I get an amen on that? See, as, as I'm talking to you, I hope you talk back to me because he truly is worthy of our praise this morning. Let's not hold back because maybe the certain song that's being sung is not the song we want to hear. He, even, if he sing, if we, even if we sing the song that we're not into, he still deserves praise, right? Even in the midst of the week when we're going through the most painful things, maybe we're on jobs, maybe our bosses are getting on our very last nerves. At the end of the day, take a step back and give God praise. Because he alone is worthy. How many received that word this morning? How many really received that word this morning? (laughs) Can we pray together? Father, right now we do thank you. We thank you because you alone deserve the praise that is from our hearts. We thank you because you are the God that created the heavens and the earth. You are the one who, does, who have done some amazing things here in the context of what we live in. You're the God who sent your only son for us because we could not live up to the mark. So you sent someone who could live up to the mark and died for us. Right now, may our hearts turn maybe from the things that we've been into, maybe the things that we've been engulfed in. And may we turn that into praise because you are worthy. You are worthy of honor. You are worthy of praise. You're worthy of all the glory that comes within us. Wherever we're at right now, whatever season we are in, help us to take that distraction, turn away from that distraction, and really declare how good you are. Because at the end of the day, as much as we have maybe some good moments in our lives, you are the one who's ultimately good every single moment of every hour and through all eternity. We thank you for your power. And Lord, if there's anybody who might be in a place right now, maybe they need to to think a little deeper about where they are, maybe where their allegiance lies. Help us, Lord, to then get focused on you, to speak to our hearts if maybe we need to be challenged to to live a life that is more pleasing to you. We thank you, Lord Jesus.
it's in your name we pray. Amen.